Hi there, this is Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. On today's episode, we are going to talk about how I was an unlikely homeschooler and how following God has changed my life and how I have um, obeyed a call from Him and how I went kicking and screaming because I really didn't want to do this. And um, I can't imagine if I hadn't. I can't imagine if it's been any other way. It's about so much more than homeschooling. It's about what God has done on this journey um, to grow our family and personally for me to grow with Him and just to see what He can do um, when we obey and we listen to Him and we follow Him. It's just amazing. You could really insert anything into um, the title, Unlikely Homeschooler. You may be an unlikely stay-at-home mom or an unlikely working mom or an unlikely missionary or whatever it may be. Um, The bottom line is it really isn't about homeschooling per se. It could be about whatever God has called you to do. If you're running and kicking and screaming like I was from something that you feel he's calling you to do, then you'll want to listen to this episode today. Because this is really an encouragement for anybody who is pursuing him and really um, following what he is calling you to do, even if it's not comfortable, even if it's not what you feel like you were meant to do or you want to do, but deep down you sort of know you have to do it. Um, It's about taking that first step in obedience and in faith and letting him walk with you on the journey because he never leaves you alone. He doesn't call you to something and then leave you there. He calls you and he equips you. And that's what he did for me on my homeschooling journey. I was an unlikely homeschooler. I was not one of those people you think of when you think of homeschooling. I didn't wear a denim jumper. (laughs) That's just a little homeschooling humor. But I, um, you know... I didn't feel like I was organized enough. I didn't feel like I was disciplined enough. I didn't feel like I had enough courage really to do it because at the time it took a lot of courage for me to do it Um, just because I was dealing with my own issues of pride and what everyone would think of me, Um, you know, and at the time this was going now 10, it'll be our 10th year next year homeschooling. And at the time, homeschooling was becoming much more accepted, and it was definitely on the rise, but it wasn't nearly what it is today. Um, It has grown so much since then, and it's so much more accepted. And now when I tell people, like in the grocery store or the doctor's office I homeschool, I don't get looks like I have three heads. I just get, oh, wow, that's cool, you know, or they'll ask questions or um, they'll be curious Occasionally, I get a downward glance, but most of the time, I, you know, it's very accepted. But back then, it was more like, you what? Why would you do that? (laughs) So that was hard for me to overcome. Um, So I had a lot of obstacles in the beginning. And um, let me just backtrack a little bit for those of you who don't know, because I've shared this story on the blog a little bit, and I've shared it definitely when I've spoken at homeschool conventions. But I was not planning on homeschooling. I never, ever thought about it, and I, in fact, I registered my daughter for kindergarten, and the day that I registered her, I had somewhat of a panic attack in the school or something, but as I was filling out the paperwork, I started to feel sick. I got dizzy and nauseous, and I was sweating, and I don't know if it was a panic attack or what, but 
I just started to feel overwhelmingly like there was no way she was going to this school. And I couldn't pinpoint it at the time if it was, you know, fear or it was just normal anxiety or um, I, I couldn't pinpoint what it was. Um, all I know is the day that I went to register her, something deep down inside me told me no way, no how, she's not going here. Um, I don't think it has anything to do with the school itself because I know plenty of people who had their children going there or would be going there. And, you know, it's a great school right around the corner from my house. How perfect is that? So it wasn't necessarily that. I, I just didn't know what it was, and it surprised me. So I figured I'd let it go for a few days, and I'd probably feel better. And it wouldn't go away. In fact, it was getting worse. I was having more anxiety the more I thought about it. And I couldn't really pinpoint. I mean, I knew some reasons. I felt like I wanted to make sure that my daughter's foundation spiritually was set and that... Um, you know, we were giving her a firm foundation here in preschool, and now all of a sudden she'd be away from us, and um, we'd be sort of undoing what the schools were teaching because, you know, face it, they're secular, and they're not teaching the Bible. So there was a little bit of that. Um, I thought about, you know, Christian school or private school, and that really didn't seem to satisfy whatever was going on deep down inside of me. Uh, so one day somebody said to me, why don't you talk to a homeschooling family and, and get their point of view? And I was like, no way, that's not something for us. But deep down inside, I kept thinking, well, maybe I should look into it. I didn't know that much about homeschooling. I think probably my exposure was like the Duggars on TV, and they were still fairly new in the media at the time. Um, and, you know, it was just something that was I sort of admired deep down, like, wow, I love to see that those families, how they all learn together and they do real life things to learn. And, you know, they build their own house <laughs> or you go on RV trips and you do things. Um, but that was just like, oh, that was for those other people, not for me. Um, and I think deep down I sort of admired it and I thought it was interesting, but definitely not mainstream enough for me. So. I, you know, had this little feeling deep down, well, maybe I can look into it. And I, I kept trying to push it away. Really, I was running. I was running away from the whole thing. Um, and I feel like God kept sort of placing it there. I would read an article about homeschooling or I would meet up with somebody and they would tell me they were homeschooling. And it sort of started appearing wherever I went. So I, I got some books out of the library. I remember being astounded that the library had books on homeschooling. <laughs> so I got some books out and I... I read them and I started um, talking to people that were either homeschooling or were planning on homeschooling in the future. And it didn't seem so strange to me anymore. And in fact, it seemed like a really cool option and something that could work. And um, my husband was completely on board. So that was fine. He was like, if you want to try it, go right ahead. So I thought, well, maybe we could just try it for kindergarten. I mean, it's just kindergarten, and we'll see how it goes. And that could give me a little more time until I figure out really, you know, what I want to do and why I'm having all this anxiety about putting her in school. And um, it definitely wasn't anxiety like I didn't want my little girl to be away from me. I mean, I didn't have that. I knew that, you know, if, if I, that's a normal feeling to feel, and it would be fine. If, if she was to be in school, then it would be fine. So it wasn't that. Um, it was just a nagging feeling that, like, she was not supposed to go to school. And uh, I started reading the scriptures a lot. And everything I read, it just, it kept, I mean, I kept a journal at that time, and I'm so glad I did. Everything I read at that time and everything I journaled about was about 
how I, you know, if God is calling you to something, he will equip you and how we just need to follow him and not care about what other people think. And, you know, that was a real pride issue I had to deal with because I was afraid of what people would think. Um, I didn't want to get those negative reactions. I didn't want to have to defend what I was doing. And um, I also had to deal with telling our families. And that was hard for me because I'm very close with my parents and um, so are my children. You know, we see our, our families all the time. We live close by. And I, I knew it was going to have a negative reaction because um, my mother had always worked in public schooling and her whole life, that was her career. And I just knew that she would be against it. And um, when we finally had the conversation about it, because I took the easy way out, first I sent an email because <laughs> I was too chicken to tell her myself. Um, and I composed this whole long email about how we were going to follow God and, and do this. And, you know, the reaction was not good. They were not happy. So when we finally had the um, conversation about it, um, you know, it was hard. It was very hard for me. I did not want to displease my parents. I did not want them to be um, upset with my decision. And they were. But deep down, I kept feeling like God is going to work through this. And I just have to trust him that if he is calling me and he wants me to do this, that he is going to equip me. And I remember people saying at the time, you know, this isn't something you're going to see the immediate effect of. If you feel you need to do this, then you do it. But it's not. it might not be for years until um, your family or other people are okay with it. And that was a scary thought to me because I was like, for years? You know, I'm not going <laughs> to talk to my mom and dad for years. But it wasn't like that. I mean, my parents, they love me unconditionally. And even though I'm sure they were not happy with my decision, they supported us and they... Um, let us do what we needed to do. And um, I mean, it was rough. I'll just say that. I don't, you know, I don't want to get into all the details, but it was rough. So after um, that first year, I mean, the first year is just kindergarten. That's all I kept thinking to myself is, oh, it's just kindergarten. How badly could I mess it up? And you know what? I didn't, I didn't know what I was getting into. I knew that God was asking me to do something. I did know that. I mean, it's one of the only times I could say, in my life where I was so crystal clear that this was a calling from God, even though it was not what I wanted to do. But I mean, if I, I could choose the comfortable route would be, you know, just put her in school and do what everybody else does. And nobody has to ask me questions, but I just knew, no, this, this is not, this is something God wants us to do. So, um, it has been just such an amazing journey. I, I've just learned so much from, answering the call. I would not imagine my life any different right now. I mean, I can't even imagine had I not answered the call and had I just, you know, went with what I thought was comfortable. I mean, we have to remember that when God calls us to something, it's not going to be comfortable. If it was comfortable, we wouldn't have to rely on him to get us through. If it was comfortable, we wouldn't have to be on our knees every day asking him to help us. If it was comfortable, we wouldn't be growing. You know, it's just like I tell my kids. I say, you have to go through hard times and you have to um, struggle in order to build up and to grow, just like a muscle, right? It has to tear down. When you work out, your muscle tears down in order to be built back up, and then it gets built back up bigger. It's the same thing. We have to go through things that are not easy and are not comfortable. Um, and this was definitely uncomfortable for me. 
I cared way too much about what people thought. I didn't want to have to go to the doctor's office or the dentist or the grocery store and have people say, oh, you know, where do you go to school? Because that was the question always when you're out during the day is why aren't they in school today? Or, um, oh, so what grade are you in? Where do you go to school? Do you like school? Who's your teacher? And then they say, oh, my mom. <laughs> you know, it's, I, I just didn't want that. I didn't want everybody looking at me. I didn't want to feel like I always had to defend myself. Um, and it's hard to defend yourself in the beginning when you don't even really know what you've gotten yourself into and why you're doing it. And people say, oh, so why are you homeschooling? It's not easy to just say to the person in the craft store, oh, because God called me to. You know, that might be easy for me to do now, but back then I wasn't nearly as confident and as bold as I am now. So it was very hard to even explain to people, um, especially if they weren't a Christian or a believer, you know, why I was doing this, because not everybody understands what a calling is or what that means. So, um, you know, I, I really struggled for a long time in the beginning and I prayed and I spent so much time reading the Bible and I just knew that deep down that I should homeschool. And when I say I was an unlikely homeschooler, I mean, like I said, I wasn't a trained teacher. And now that I've realized I don't need to be, I'm my child's mother and that is the best training that I have. Uh, who better to teach your children than a parent? Um, but you know, I felt like at the time I wasn't qualified because so many people would say, oh, well, did you go to school for this? And I'd say no. And then they'd say, oh, well, then how do you know how to teach? <laughs> so I sort of had to explain to them that I only have four children. A school teacher has, you know, 20 something children in the classroom. I think that's way harder than what I do each day. Um, but I also feel like I wasn't organized by nature. I wasn't def definitely not as disciplined as I thought I would need to be. But through the years, what I have learned was, of course I wasn't, because God wanted to work, and he wanted to make me more organized. He wanted to make me more disciplined. Um, he wanted to show me that when I rely on him, he will change my life. In fact, I can't even tell you what he has done with my relationship with my parents. Here, they did not support me in the beginning. It was very difficult. Um... And they were not happy about me homeschooling. And I have to tell you that this year I'm going to speak at the Teach Them Diligently conventions. And when I go to Atlanta, my parents are coming with me. And they said that they can't wait to hear me speak about homeschooling at a homeschooling convention. That boggles my mind. I can't even tell you. It is a miracle and it just shows what God does. He has opened up so many doors in our relationship. He has just changed things. So it's truly such a blessing. And if you think something is impossible, if God wants you to do it, there is no impossibility. There just isn't. If he wants you to do it, you don't even have to think about the obstacles because you know that he's going to overcome them. Now, yes, he wants you to work through them. So, of course, you do have to think about them. But when I say you don't have to think about them, I mean you don't have to be afraid of them. You don't have to fret over them. You don't have to say there's no way this is going to happen because it will. If he calls you to do something, he will equip you. And that's what he did for me. So, no, I was not organized enough. I think I'm a very organized person now. No, I was not disciplined enough. He has made me have the discipline to stick with this. Um, he has given me the abundance of curriculum available out there. You know, everybody says, well, what are you going to do? Use the school books from the schools. Are they going to give you the books? 
And I have to say, no, there are millions of curriculum catalogs out there. I mean, <laughs> there's such a huge array of um, resources available. So God has equipped me. I mean, he has equipped us homeschoolers with the best curriculum out there. I mean, you put your children in school and you don't have a choice. There's that one curriculum, whatever the school is using. But the beauty of homeschooling is you can choose for your child what works best for them. I mean, there's no better way than to tailor your own education for each individual child and to pick and choose whatever curriculum works best for them. So, you know, check that off the list. He's accomplished that. He's given us resources beyond abundance of what we need. Um, he's given us homeschool conventions and he's given us support groups and co-ops. I mean, there is just an array of ways to homeschool these days. Um, he has given me the organization skills and the discipline skills, and those things have taken time. It's not like, you know, boom, he had a magic wand and one day all of a sudden I was organized, but he has worked through me. He has worked in our family in amazing ways. I can't imagine. I mean, I know if I didn't choose homeschooling or I didn't answer that calling or whatever, that my life would be so different, but you have to understand that um, if God wants you to do something, you're going to do it. He has a purpose for you in mind, and he is going to see that purpose through. So our family has grown uh, spiritually by just being able to be in the Bible every single day. God's word is transforming. And if as a family, to be able to study it daily and to read it together and to discuss it and to break it down and to dig in deep, I mean, those things are transforming right there. So that's been a huge blessing through homeschooling. Um, just so many things that we have done together. We've traveled. We are. Um, I'm, I have the opportunities now to speak um, at different events. I've been writing books. I've been writing on my blog. Just so many doors that he has opened up. If you had told me 10 years ago when I was this scared mom curled up in a ball in my room writing in my journal <laughs> that God was going to answer my prayers not only to be, I don't want to say successful, but I feel like we're doing you know, we're succeeding at homeschooling. We're certainly not failing. Um, to not only be succeeding in this journey, but that I have a great relationship with my parents, that I am writing, I've written books, I am speaking about it. These things are accomplishments I could never have done alone. These things are purely things that he has given me, and I don't take them lightly. You know, he's given me these opportunities, and I'm going to use them to glorify him and him alone. So uh, homeschooling has just been an amazing blessing. Like I said, it's so much more than just being an unlikely homeschooler. It could be an unlikely anything. Whatever you feel that God is calling you to do, if you truly submit your plans to him, you have to throw your own plans out the window and submit your plans to him. You watch what he does with those plans. He is going to take you farther than you ever imagined or you ever dreamed. I never would have thought when I was struggling and telling my parents that I was homeschooling and they were so upset that they would be coming with me to a homeschool convention to hear me speak about it and to be proud of me for it. That's a miracle. So whatever it is that you're afraid to step out and do, whatever it is, God might be calling you to something completely different. But if you feel that that is a nagging feeling that's not going away, or you feel that this is truly something that he's calling you to do, trust him. Step out in faith and do it and watch what he does. You may be an unlikely 
Um, like I said, stay-at-home mom, you never thought you would stay home, or you never thought you'd be a working mom. But if you feel like deep down that's what God is calling you to do, then that's what you need to do. You need to trust him to see it through. In our little world, it's so small. We just see what tomorrow brings or what next year brings. He sees the whole big picture. He knows what he has in store for you. And that's really a freeing thing to let go of your own plans and to know that his plans and his purposes prevail and that they're always for our best, even if they're not what we had planned. I had no intention of homeschooling. I had no intention of um, writing or, or speaking, but this is what he's given me. And I see that it is so much better than what I had planned. If I had to choose a career, I wouldn't have chosen better than what he's given me right now. I didn't choose this. He, he led me here and he gave me this and I am beyond grateful. So really just stepping out in faith, whatever it is that he's calling you to do that you're afraid, stop running. Don't run away from it. Run towards it and let him lead you. I'm telling you, it is life changing. I'd love to hear from you out there. You can email me at karen at simplylivingforhim.com. You can visit me at simplylivingforhim.com or biblebasedhomeschooling.com. Both my books are available at Amazon. Um, I have Simply Homeschool and also uh, Called Home, Finding Joy and Letting God Lead Your Homeschool. And this spring, I'll be speaking at the Teach Them Diligently conventions in Nashville in March. Um, in April, I'll be in Atlanta. In May, I'll be in Sandusky, Ohio. Um, I think I'll also be in New Jersey and some other local events in May and June. Uh, if you are interested in hearing me speak, you can check it out on the website or contact me at karen at simplylivingforhim.com once again. Thank you for joining me, and until next time, I wish you blessings and joy.